الصابرين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله تعالى إذا أحب قوما ابتلاهم أو كما قال عليه السلام صدق الله العظيم وبلغنا رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين ولا ريكوست توريسايد درود شريف اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم أما بعد respected elders brothers and all who are listening on the audio streaming there are five very key fundamental principles or what we call absolute realities of life that once we understand these and we accept it, then, my dear friends, we'll be able to cope with every situation in life. No matter how difficult, no, ma- no matter how tough, but we will cope with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if we have these five fundamental principles in front of us. The first of the principles is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this world a place of constant change. Nothing is static in this world. The things continue to change. Day becomes night, night becomes day. The sun is shining, sometimes it is raining. Sometimes it is hot and sometimes it is cold. Sometimes we are healthy and sometimes we are sick. And sometimes we are wealthy, and sometimes we are poor. And sometimes we are happy, and sometimes we are sad. So these conditions will continue to change. This is absolutely inevitable. Allah SWT mentioned in the Holy Quran, Allah will turn the tables and conditions will change. Things will never remain the same. 
and things will never remain static. So a believer has to learn to adapt according to the changes of the circumstances. That's the first principle. The second principle we have to learn is that whatever conditions are found in the world, good or bad, positive or negative, they are never permanent, but they are always temporary conditions. Allah SWT says in the Holy Quran, يُقَلِّبُ اللَّهُ اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارِ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَعِبْرَةً لِأُولِي الْأَبْصَارِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turns the day into night, night into day, the seasons change. All of these changes happen and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us a very important lesson here. إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَعِبْرَةً لِأُولِي الْأَبْصَارِ there is a lesson in this for the people of vision and the people of understanding that nothing is permanent in this world. Everything is temporary and everything is evolving and changing. So a believer, a believer approaches the changing conditions in this world with balance and equilibrium. We don't get too excited when things are going good. And we don't become too despondent when things are going bad because we know that this is the system of Allah of operation of this world and this universe. The third principle, the third principle is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this world a place of trial and test which none can escape. Nobody can ever escape the system of trial and test that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has has ordained for the people of this world. It's inevitable. If a person thinks that I must never be tried or tested, then that means we are not accepting an absolute reality that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself has referred to umpteen times in the Holy Quran. And I quote just the one ayat which I read in the beginning where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to us, وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنْفُسِ وَالْأَنْفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ We are definitely, the scholars of Arabic grammar know that here the very emphatic word is used by Allah SWT that without a shadow of doubt, without any kind of, of reservation or exception we are going to definitely and certainly وَلَنَّبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوْءِ وَنَقْصِ مِنَ الْأَبْوَالِ وَالْأَنْفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ We are going to test you with a variety of things. This is inevitable. وَالْجُوْءِ Sometimes it is through hunger. وَالْخَوْفِ Sometimes it is through fear. وَنَقْصِ مِنَ الْأَبْوَالِ It is through loss of wealth and property. وَالْأَنْفُسِ Loss of life. And Samarat, loss of earnings and profits and all of these things. This is inevitable. This is the third principle. And so a believer has to be constantly in a state of readiness. A believer has to be constantly in a state of readiness. Because Allah SWT has declared that I'm going to test. All kinds of tests are going to come. And a believer has to be constantly in a state of readiness. Principle number four. Definitely Allah is going to test us. But 
the test of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are not automatically a punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, the tests of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala vary according to different types of people. But for the believers, in, in the most, it is a blessing of Allah in disguise. It's a blessing, blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes gives us blessings in an open and manifest form. And sometimes it is a blessing in a hidden form. Take the example of a person. And I have one incident, this is not just an example, but this is a real life incident. And this is none, none other than the example of one of our great personalities, Rahmatullah I heard him mention on one occasion that he was to take a flight from Bombay, he was going for Hajj, and by the will of Allah, he missed the flight. And obviously at that time, you could be very upset now that your whole pattern is disturbed. You got to go and check in again to hotels and read, redo your booking and get confirmation of seats and everything again. We naturally would become quite agitated and upset. But Mawlana Rahmatullah himself mentioned that the will of Allah, that was the flight that crashed. Allah. So it is a blessing. For the believers, it is a blessing in disguise. And the principle number five, every difficulty and problem that comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it comes with a double benefit. If the difficulty is one, the ease and the help and the relief that comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is double. Let us reflect on this ayat of the Holy Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us that whatever difficulty comes from Allah, then the ease is always doubled up and multiplied from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So a believer must always be Optimistic, strong, courageous, bold, full of hope, and never be despondent. Now these are five principles that we can apply to day-to-day -day life. From, from the day we reach the age of understanding till the day of our death, these are universal principles that are applicable. And at this moment in time, my dear friend, they are very much applicable today conditions in the world, especially in relation to the tragedy that is unfolding in Gaza at this moment in time. If we place these principles in the correct context, then inshallah we will not be overwhelmed by the outward conditions and we will not be paralyzed with fear and despondency, but we will see through all of this that this is nothing but a test and trial from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the Muslims of today's time. Like Allah tested the Muslims of the past, in every century there were cases of how Muslims were tried and tested. That very land, that very land of Palestine, at the time of the Crusades, 1099, 
1099 is when the crusades took place. At the time of the crusades, when the hordes from Europe attacked the Muslims in Palestine and particularly in Jerusalem, in Beitul Maqdis and in the surround of Masjid Al-Aqsa, there was such a massacre, such a massacre that 70,000 Muslims were massacred in a period of one day. The blood was running so furious like a flowing river that the hooves, and not alone the hooves, but right up to the shins of the animals, the horses, were wet in the blood of the Muslims. Masjid al-Aqsa was shut down, shut down, not for one year, or two years, or five years, or ten years, eighty-eight years, eighty-eight years. Masjid al-Aqsa was shut down, not a single salah was read in Masjid al-Aqsa for that almost a century. These were the conditions that had overtaken this Ummah in the past. But after all that suffering and that oppression and that tyranny, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought relief and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a great man as a hero and as a as a leader for this Ummah, Salatuddin, Ayyubi, Rahmatullahi Ta'ala Alayhi, and Allah made him the liberator of Jerusalem and Palestine. And once more, the Salah was performed in Masjid Al-Aqsa on the 27th night of Ramadan. The first Salah was performed after 88 years. On the 27th night of Rajab, sorry. 27th night of Rajab, the first Salah was performed in Masjid Al-Aqsa after 88 years. So dear friends, we are definitely heartbroken. We are absolutely shattered by what is happening in Gaza today and in fact even in the West Bank and other parts of that land. And we are aware of this horrific scenario. It is like a Kiamat-like scenario. Really, dear brothers, when you look at those footages, it is like Kiamat come to that land. The buildings are turned into rubble. Bodies are lying all over. Thousands have been martyred and made shaheed. Several more thousands are injured. There's no water, no food, no medication, no fuel, no electricity, no facilities, nothing. Two million plus Muslimin are going through the most horrendous time that can be imagined. But we all know, when we've all seen, and we are, we are not watching all the time what is going on. But notwithstanding all of that, we as a Muslim Ummah, we should not be despondent, and we should not lose hope, and we should not lose courage. But inshallah, we should be strong, and we should do our utmost within our ability, within our capability. Whatever we are able to do, we must do to assist. That is what we will be questioned with regard to on the day of Qiyamah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will question us that your brothers and sisters and your, the children were suffering there. What was your contribution and what role did you play? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us something to stand on and to say, oh Allah, I tried in my own way, in a humble way and broken way to do something that I was not oblivious to their 
applied and I was not uh, negligent to their condition but to the best of my ability I tried to help and assist them. We should not become despondent. Remember at the end of the day Allah is in control of the affairs of the universe. Allah is fully aware of what he is doing. Whatever Allah does it is based on his infinite wisdom and knowledge. And whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does is based on a very, very master plan that is way beyond our imagination and understanding. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's master plan is going to unfold. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's plan will unfold, then the world will come to the understanding and realization why whatever happened, happened. It is all within the master plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also has got, got a quota of shuhada that Allah wants a certain number of people in this ummah to be honored and blessed with the status of being a shaheed. Allah has got a quota of shuhada and therefore Allah has written for some people to leave this world as martyrs and shuhada so that they can have an elevated status and position on your qiyamah and they will be able to intercede on behalf of so many hundreds and thousands of people on Yomul Qiyamah. So for a Muslim, it is never a lose situation. It is always a win-win situation. Remember this word. For a Muslim, it is always a win-win situation. It is never a situation of losing. We are never losers. We are not losers in this world. We may have temporary set, setbacks in this world. But like Nabi Karim Salaam had in the battle of Uhud, but we are not losers in this world and nor are we losers in the year after. It is a win-win. If, if we lose our lives and we become shaheed, then it is entry into Jannah. And if we succeed, then it is victory. So for a believer, it is either martyrdom or either it is victory. So therefore, we should not become despondent at all. And let us to the best of our ability do whatever we can. And one thing that contributes towards the cause of the Ummah is nikah and marriage. Because when nikahs take place and the children are born and offspring come into existence, then these are the future leaders of the Ummah. These are the assets of the Ummah. These are the manpower of the Ummah. The more nikahs take place, the more children are born, the more Ummahs there are. This is the real power of the Muslim Ummah. This is the manpower of the Ummah. And so inshallah, this nikah is going to be taking place. We bless, we make dua Allah bless this nikah, put a lot of barakah and khair in it. And Allah SWT grant them good, pious, healthy, children that will become assets of this ummah, that will become leaders of this ummah, and that will become the manpower of this ummah. You took consent from Aisha to have a nikah performed for a mehar that is agreed upon by the parties. Yunus and doctors, all the witnesses, then go ahead and perform. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ما يهله الله فلا مضل له وما يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدًا عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة ما يطيع الله ورسوله فقد رشد وما يعصي ما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه 
ولا يضر الله شيئا قال الله تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال تعالى يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا وقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم النكاح من سنتي وقالوا فمن رغب عن سنتي فليس مني او كما قال عليه السلام برادر يوسف بانا حاجي يوسف محمد فاودا هو از ذا فاذر as well as the representative of the bride Aisha Yusuf Wauda has given her hand to you in nikah and marriage with the meher being an amount that is agreed upon by the parties in the presence of the wakil the father the representative Yusuf Wauda as well as the two witnesses Yunus Wauda and Hussein Wauda and the whole congregation that is here at Juma time today do you Yusuf accept Aisha Wauda in your nikah yes i accept her i accept in her in my nikah nakahtuha wa qabiltuha brothers make dua for them barakallahu lakuma wa baraka alaykuma wa jama'a bainakuma fi khair barakallahu lakuma wa baraka alaykuma wa jama'a bainakuma fi khair mashallah the signing and all الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا الحمد لله الملك الحق المبين والصلاه والسلام على رسوله الصادق الوعد الامين وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين اما بعد عباد الله ارض فلسطين مسكن الانبياء والمرسلين واول قبله للمصلين نبي نبي الله ابراهيم عليه الصلاه والسلام هاجر الى فلسطين وجاء في سيرته اني ذاهب الى ربي سيهدين ونبي الله لوط عليه السلام نجاه الله من العذاب بعد ان ترك قومه وهاجر الى ارض فلسطين قال تعالى ونجيناه ولوطا الى الارض التي باركنا فيها للعالمين ونبي الله داود عليه الصلاه والسلام عاش بفلسطين وبنى فيها المحراب وهل اتاك نبا القسم اذ تصور المحراب 
ونبي الله سليمان عليه السلام حكم العالم كله من أرض فلسطين وقصته الشهيرة مع النمل تشير إلى ذلك قوله تعالى حتى إذا أتوا على وادي النمل وذلك بجوار أسقلان في أرض فلسطين نعم عباد الله وكذلك كان محراب زكريا عليه السلام في فلسطين وأمرات عمران نذرت لخدمة بيت المقدس جاء في سورة آل عمران إذ قالت امرأة عمران ربي إني نذرت لك ما في بطني محررا فتقبل مني إلى أن قال تعالى وكفلها زكريا كلما دخل عليها زكريا المحراب حتى جاء في سيرة مريم عليه السلام فحملت فانتبذت به مكانا قصيا فأجاءها المقاب إلى جذع النخلة وهذه أرض فلسطين سبحان الله وبحمده سبحان الله العظيم أيها المسلمون المسجد الأقصى وما حوله هي أرض مباركة أرض مقدسة قال تعالى الذي باركنا حوله وبوابة الأرض إلى السماء لأن النبي المصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم صلى إماما بكل الأنبياء فيها فأرج به إلى السماوات من أرض فلسطين الله أكبر صلوات الله وسلامه عليهم أجمعين أمة الإسلام والقرآن فلسطين عربية مولد عيسى ابن مريم عليه السلام ومن علامات آخر الزمان أنه سينجل عند منارة البيضاء وسيقوم الدجال عند باب اللد في هذه الأرض نعم فلسطين عربية أرض المحشر والمنشر اللهم ارحم عبادك المظلومين المستضعفين في أرض فلسطين وفي كل مكان وحين اللهم حرب المسجد الأقصى من العاصبين الظالمين يا أرحم الراحمين أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمد ونستعين ونستغفر ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله قال الله تعالى في شأن حبيبي إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على بدن عبدك ورسولك ومصطفى وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته ورضى اللهم عن الخلفاء الأربعة أبي بكر وأكبر وأثمان وعلي رضوان الله تعالى عنه وأنسائر الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتفقه غرضا من بعدي اللهم انصر المجاهدين والمصطفين والمظلومين في كل مكان وخاصة في فلسطين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا في معطيت وقنا شر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك إنه لا يذل مواليك ولا يعيش من عاديت 
تبارك ربنا وتعالين نستغفرك ونتوب إليك وصلى الله على النبي الكريم اللهم في المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وألف بين قلوبهم وأسلحهم وأصل ذات بينهم وانصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم العن الكفرة الذين يسرون عن سبيلك ويقاتلون أولياك اللهم شكت شمله ومزق جمعه ودمر ثياره وخرج بيوته وقالس بين كلمتهم وزلزل أقدامهم وأنزل بهم بأسك الذي لا تمده عن القوم المجرمين اللهم أهلكهم اللهم أهلكهم اللهم أهلكهم كما أهلكت عادا وثمود اللهم خذهم أخذ عديد مقتدر اللهم أرنا في معجائب قدرتك فإنهم لا يعجزونك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اشفي مرضانا ومرضاهم واشفي جرحاهم يا رب العالمين اغفر موتاهم يا الله ارزقهم مقام شهادة يا رب العالمين وادخلهم جنة الفردوس بغير حساب يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم انصر أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اغفر أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم قوي أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم كثر أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يعمل إلى الإنسان في تأيل القرباء وينعل فعشاء المنكر والبغض يعيدكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تحسنوا الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حيا على الصلاة حيا على الصلاة حيا على الفلاح حيا على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله سو سوركم رحمكم الله brothers make sure our lines are absolutely straight leave no empty gaps or spaces in between الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين يا ايها الذين امنوا استعينوا بالصبر والصلاه ان الله مع الصابرين ولا تقولوا لمن يقتل في سبيل الله أموات بل أحياء ولكن لا تشعرون ولنبلو أنكم بشيء من القوف والجوع ونقص من الأموال ونقص من الأموال والأنفس والثمرات وبشر الصابرين الذين إذا أصابتهم مصيبة قالوا إنا لله وإنا إليه راجعون أولئك عليهم صلوات من ربهم ورحمة وأولئك هم 
الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إذن الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين نمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووضعنا عنك وزرك الذي أنقض ظهرك ورفعنا لك ذكرك فإن مع العسر يسرا إن مع العسر يسرا فإذا فرغت فانصب وإلى ربك فارغب الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم صل على سيدنا ولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا ولانا محمد وبارك وسلم ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم وانت خير الراحمين اللهم انصر المسلمين اللهم ارحم الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم اللهم اهلك الاعداء يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لهم وارحمهم وسكنهم يا رب العالمين في الجنة اللهم اغفر لحينا وميتنا وشاهدنا وغائبنا وصغيرنا وكبيرنا وذكرنا وانثانا اللهم من احييته منا فاحيي على الاسلام ومن توفيته منا فتوفوا على الايمان اللهم اغفر لهم يا رب العالمين اللهم دمر اعداءك اعداء الدين اللهم خالف بين كلمتهم واهلكهم كما اهل التعاد والثمود اللهم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين